Welcome to the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast, an integrative health podcast by Center for New Medicine. We created the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast as an extension of our mission to educate and empower individuals along their health journey. This integrative health podcast will bring you in-depth expert interviews on a plethora of health topics. Tune in bi-weekly for interviews on how to create a non-toxic lifestyle, integrative approaches to treating complex health concerns like diabetes, Lyme's, Hashimoto's, Crohn's, adrenal fatigue, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, cancer prevention, early cancer detection, integrative cancer treatments, and so much more. Through the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast, we hope to provide cutting-edge, science-based information you can use to create a happier and healthier life for you and your loved ones. Welcome back, everyone, to the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast. I'm Leanne Lindsay, your host, and today we have one of our first guests on the podcast, Dr. Z, and he is a holistic dentist practicing here in Southern California. Now, this is sort of just an introductory episode to holistic dentistry. Dr. Z is one of the holistic dentists locally that Dr. Keneally refers many, many patients to. He is a wealth of knowledge and has been in this industry for many years now. So for those who have never heard of holistic dentistry, this is going to be a wonderful introduction into what is it, what makes it different from conventional dentistry, and why it's something to really focus on and pursue as a patient looking for a holistic dentist versus a conventional dentist. Hopefully there will be many more episodes with Dr. Z to come because again, he is just a wealth of knowledge and we are learning more and more just how impactful oral health can be on the rest of our system. But with that, please enjoy this interview with Dr. Z. Well, Dr. Z, welcome to the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you guys for you and your team for all the good work that you're doing. Yes. Now, I'm going to have to have you pronounce your full name for us because I'm not even going to try and butcher it. <laughs> well, it's Zregat. Uh, okay. My first name is Ayman. Last name is Zregat. Uh, but my patients like to call me Dr. Z. Okay. <laughs> Make it easy for all of us. So as it's your first time on the show, and we're so excited and hopeful to have you on for future episodes, but can you just give us a little bit of your background? What brought you to dentistry? Were you always in holistic dentistry? If not, what led you there? Give us the scoop. So um, I graduated from high school and I got into medical school. Actually, I went. I almost finished medical school. We studied all the basic sciences in medicine. Uh, we had we took lectures with the, with the dentists uh, too, uh, like the like the major uh, topics like anatomy and physiology and things like that. But uh, in the fourth year, we went to to the hospital. So before the hospital, there was a, a course which actually it was uh, it was one of the main points why um, I am well, who I am now. It was an introductory course of how to 
to prepare you to go to the hospital as an MD, how to speak with the patients, how to take um, history, how to try and reach a diagnosis. And uh, so we studied that. I loved it. Then after we finished that course, we went to uh, to the hospital. We were, we actually saw patients and we took histories from patients. We did rounds with MDs. I noticed that the way that we practice what we learned is not really the way it should be. And I started to really not like what I'm seeing. It was, it was so, to me, it was so depressing, to be honest with you, to see all those people suffering just because of the lack of time and not being able to give the exact care. And sometimes it's insurance driven. And uh, so it just put me in a bad spot where I decided to go into dentistry. Of course, a lot of things happened, but I decided to go into dentistry after that. So I finished fourth year of medical school, and then I went to, to dentistry. I studied the, all the, the sciences for dentistry, and I graduated. That knowledge was really important to me. I mean, I didn't plan this, but if I go back, I'd do it again the same way. Hmm. It was a tough decision for me to transfer after four years, but I think it was, it was the right one, as if it was meant to be. So hmm. I got into dentistry, and I got the license, and I came here to the States, and I took all the exams and um, we got the license, I got the license for California. And then I started practicing. I worked in, uh, when, when you first graduate, you work in a corporate office, usually. Oh, okay. You work in corporate offices. And I didn't like, again, what I saw. <laughs> and, We're seeing a recurring theme here. Yeah, exactly. I didn't like it. I didn't like uh, the way it was practiced. But then I get married and uh, my wife got pregnant and we were watching always a show that is, um, it's done by a holistic nutritionist and slash healer. And one day she brought in a dentist, a holistic dentist as a guest. She's actually, she's overseas. So I picked up the phone. I was able to get her phone number. I called her cell and I told her, I have to talk to this guy. And he was very well-known guy in, uh, here in the States, very famous uh, holistic doctor. And she told me, I can give you his cell number, but please uh, just say it's uh, from me and don't give it to anyone. So um, I called him. Of course, he picked up. He didn't recognize the number, so he picked up. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I asked him, I told him, look, I'm interested. I can I can actually go and uh, he's, he's in an... Uh, in another state and I can go and just learn from you. I just want to learn this so bad. I, because like, this is what I do. And I didn't know it, it existed. So he, uh, he noticed the uh, determination and uh, he spent a lot of time with me uh, on the phone and he told me how to go about it. And I did, and that's how it started, but I didn't stop at that. I didn't want to, I wanted to go. There's nothing that I hate more than flying for long distances. And I had to do that for two years to New Jersey. That's when I went to the American College of Integrative Medicine and Dentistry. And in there also, they go over the stuff that they teach you in, um, in medical school. I already had taken those. Like they teach you anatomy. They teach you Chinese science, uh, herbology. They teach you, they teach you um, uh, homeopathy and all of the... Um, essential oils, everything. So that's what, what 
uh, actually helped me a lot and it started everything started to make sense and uh, and then of course you have to study there's always something new so you, you continue studying and that's how I got into that yeah oh I love that and it really is such a beautiful story of just how the pieces fell together and you ended up probably right where you're supposed to be I didn't plan it this is the thing I didn't plan it it was like something that's that's meant to be now this may be it's still pretty unknown and for or just for the listener who may never have heard of this can you give us just a little bit of what is it and how is a holistic dentist different from a conventional dentist there are so many answers to it but it's the approach it's the way of thinking basically that's the like the major difference you have to know that those teeth are part of your body and you have to think of the whole system, but you have to have knowledge of the whole system, at least a little bit. Mm. We're not trying, uh, holistic dentists don't try to play doctors because we work with doctors. We try to help the, uh, the, the MDs um, or if the patient doesn't have a holistic MD or an MD, we try to uh, recommend one. The idea is to get the patient to its best health state. That's the, the, like the idea. So holistic dentistry, to be more specific, uh, we try to avoid anything that is that might harm. Now, a lot of the things that we try to avoid are not actually proven to be harmful. Actually, on the on the contrary, they're they're accepted and they're still being used today. But there are some questions about it, and if you have an open mind, you think that maybe this will change. A lot of things changed in the past. So if you have a question mark about it. So why would you do it? We try to avoid doing it. We try to focus on the things in the jaw that might be causing a health issue. Because at the end of the day, teeth are part uh, of the body. It's the same blood that flows in your teeth. It goes in your heart. It goes in your liver. It goes in your eyes. And what's puzzling is if you're an eye doctor, you study medicine first, and then you specialize in the eyes. Hmm. But I think that the ideal way to do it, if possible, is actually for holistic dentists to study medicine first and mm -hmm. then study and then to study dentistry. So normal dentists, they don't go to med school? Nope. Yeah. And it should be done. In some in some countries, I believe that they actually go, it should be a subspecialty. Like dentistry mm -hmm. should be a subspecialty because it's you're dealing with the body. And the dentist is the degree here is a DDS, so doctor of dental surgery. So you're doing surgery. So you can't be doing surgeries without being an MD. And not only if you're you're doing surgery, because if you're a maxillofacial surgeon, I think you have to be an MD. But as a dentist, also you do extractions and you do things that are in the body. And those things, I think you have to study. You have to study medicine uh, before you go into dentistry to be able to do it the right way and and then specialize into dentistry. But basically, the things that we do uh, that are different in holistic dentistry is basically from day one when the patient comes into a practice usually they take x-rays and then they point out the if you have decay here and then they fix it now some even some insurance companies or dentists they take only the x-rays that show you the decay they don't show you the roots of the teeth and that is what we we focus on on the decay of course but we want to know why the patient has decay. So we want to, if the patient, if, if I get somebody that has uh, a lot of decay and they're doing everything that they can, 
you know, they're brushing the teeth, they're flossing, and they're doing all, everything, uh, but they still have decay. So we try to ask ourselves why. And in most of the cases, a lot of cases are uh, simple. It's like mineral imbalances, um, lack of absorption of things. So we try to, to ask ourselves why. And then we look also at the infections in the jaw and we take them seriously because those infections in the jaw can, and I believe can cause a lot of, uh, of issues, health issues, sometimes even serious health issues. And this is not uh, this is not hugging trees. This is science. No, no. There's plenty of studies out there showing yeah. connections between teeth health, oral health, and many different diseases. I can tell you that some of the infections that happen in the body, like for example, a diabetic uh, toe. When somebody has a toe that's uh, it's turning gangrenous, they uh, they take it very seriously. If if anybody sometimes have the same the same kind of infection that he has in a tooth that he has it in a finger or a toe he would be admitted to the hospital but because it's not seen in the jaw it's not really looked at that way mm-hmm. but the same kind of infection with the same intensity or even less is found in a finger or in a on the nose or on the ear they would take it very seriously Well, it seems like one of the big distinguishing factors between conventional and holistic dentistry is, and I don't speak for all, I'm sure there are conventional dentists who have a broader approach, but in general, they look at the mouth as an isolated organism. What's going on here isn't really connected to anything else. And I think the approach holistic dentists take is, no, these teeth are connected, like you said, to the bloodstream. They're connected to meridian points, to energy points running all throughout the body. And so anything going on here, just like anywhere else in the body, will affect other parts of the body. It doesn't take a scientist to, this is the thing. I mean, a lot of, uh, of, of conventional dentists are really good and they take that into consideration. It's just that uh, there is no training in that. There is no, um, and they believe in that and they know that because uh, it just makes sense. I mean, anybody can understand this, but um, the training, the lack of training, this is the problem. Uh, the lack of training in school for this issue and the neglect from the insurance companies. Unfortunately, a lot of things are, are insurance driven. And sometimes insurances, they don't want to cover something or they don't want to. And then the dentist is is guided by this approach, unfortunately, and he can't look beyond that, although he wants to. So I think there is something we have to, to work on correcting this, this, this whole system for the best of the patient at the end of the day. We can fix their teeth. We can uh, clean their teeth. But mainly the health is the priority. So one mm. of the major differences when you go mm. to a holistic dentist and a regular dentist is priorities. Which one is more important? So you give a treatment plan, a big treatment plan, but which one is more important? So that's the priorities is different from just fixing or making veneers or making a nice smile or, for example, uh, a mouth full of infections and gum infections and the, the, the patient has one missing tooth and then he goes to a dentist and he recommends an implant. And the patient can only afford one implant, for example. So he does the implant, he fixes the space, but he has all those problems and all those infections in the mouth. So the priorities, the the it's uh, I mean, as I said before, it's a way of thinking, and the approach uh, and the priorities are the most I think the most important difference. 
So one of the other things I wanted to highlight that you touched on was we focus on using, not using chemicals, products that we know are toxic, but also not using chemicals and products that are potentially toxic. Can you extend, can you expand on that a little bit? Because a lot of people may not even pause to think about, well, wait a second, my conventional doctor might be using a chemical in my mouth that could be toxic. The essence of holistic medicine or dentistry is that everybody's body is different. So you can't generalize. So you have to treat every person as if he is or she is a unique a unique person and ask. That's how you ask. That's how you know the uniqueness of that, of that patient. Some people have problems with their body. It depends on the genetic factors, depends on what uh, my mother ate when she was pregnant with me. It depends on what I ate, was I breastfed? So that makes the constitution. So you end up with some weaker system in the body, for example, a weaker system. I'm not saying a weak, but a weaker system that is, will get traumatized first. So that is different from everybody. So some people have those uh, those mercury fillings, for example, the amalgam fillings, and they don't have any problem. They don't have any health issue. And some people have one and they have health issues. And when you go test them for heavy metals, they test high on mercury. Now, regardless what's the source, because mercury, you can get it from fish, you can get it from, from so many sources. Mm-hmm. But that patient got affected more Sometimes it's because their detox system is not working properly. So if their detox system is not working properly, you got to address that patient. You got to treat that patient differently. So Mm -hmm. for example, a patient comes to me and they have 10 mercury fillings and they're fine. I mean, health-wise, they're fine. They did the test. It's fine. They don't have uh, high mercury levels in their body. So that patient, I have to prioritize which ones. So that... Although it's important, but that doesn't become my first priority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say if they they come in, they've got the amalgam fillings, they've also got t- some infections going on. You're going to go, look, you don't have any symptoms from the amalgam fillings. You don't have any heavy metal coming up in your test. So we're going to focus on the infections first. Because uh, dentistry is expensive. <laughs> A lot of people can afford it. So you have to prioritize putting in, in mind the, the health of, of the patient. And the, the main thing for the patient, some material, somebody can put a material in their mouth, and, but they're okay with it. And some people are not. So it comes down to the biocompatibility and to that person. Mm-hmm. So that's why there is a biocompatibility test. But the, the biocompatibility testing, by the way, so there are two types of those uh, of, of the biocompatibility testing. When somebody gets a reaction, Leanne, to something, they can get either an immediate reaction or a delayed response. And when they do the biocompatibility testing, most of the biocompatibility testing that are outside are for the immediate sensitivity. Hmm. Uh, you touch something and then your skin gets red. That's immediate sensitivity. You eat something and then after a while, you start having issues, health issues. That's a delayed hypersensitivity or reaction of the body. So there are other tests. So, And those things you have to study. You have to, to really study. And here in California, because like there is a line that we can't cross and we don't cross. So that's why it's 
it's important for any holistic dentist to work with a holistic MD or an ND, or even a regular MD if you, if you talk to them, a conventional one. The idea is to look at it from everybody's own point of view, everybody's own perspective. Some chemicals, for example, mercury fillings, they are FDA approved and they are approved by the dental board. There is no, there is no question. And the argument is there is an argument. Some people say that it's toxic and it leaks. Some people say that, no, it doesn't leak. But if I want to do that, why would I use, I mean, if there is a question mark and this can change, it can go either way. So why would I want to do that? I, I'd rather avoid them. But mm. not everyone who comes to me and I tell them, oh, look, you're going to die tomorrow if you don't remove them today. No, that's not the case. <laughs> you know, the body is a great, it is a great machine. People have to understand this. And if you continue, if people, and I, I tell that to my patients, if you, if you believe that this thing is making you sick, it's probably going to make you sick. The body, if, if, if the body was so fragile that anything can hurt it, we would not have survived millions of years. Exactly. You see exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this, oh my gosh, this concept of the biocompatibility testing is fascinating. We're going to have to dive into that more in another episode. Yeah, sure. Because that's, I really believe that's the future of medicine. Everything needs to be personalized and customized and based on the bio-individuality of each unique person. That's that, That's actually the history of medicine. Yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> we were there. We've gotten a little off track. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and that happens. Uh, but I think the awareness is so, so, so big now that everybody is, is looking for, I don't know what's happening in the past, maybe four or five years or maybe 10 years, but the people like, like people are knowing, you know, in the, in the eighties, I don't know, you were probably, uh, I don't know if you were born. <laughs> Not <laughs> alive yet. <laughs> like a lot of things happened and it's like the synthetic era. I mean, everything was synthetic back then. And now everybody's because of the demand for holistic MDs and holistic dentists, some are unfortunately claiming to be without the training. Mm. All, all uh, the patient, they have to do their, their due diligence and they have to really, because this can also be, be harmful in a, in a certain way. So you, you really have to dig into uh, like looking up and finding the right person for you. And even when patients come to me, I, I tell them, look, this is what I think you should do. But I really encourage you to go, if I see them on the edge or uh, they're not convinced or uh, go take a second, a third opinion, and then see, go with your intuition. That's very important, mm -hmm. by the way. That's every, every, every patient should do that. Unfortunately, women are better than us, than men, in uh, <laughs> communicating with their, with connecting with their intuition. So yeah, I think that's the, I think that's a very important advice. I, I, I wanted to mention that to patients, go with your intuition and see who you feel comfortable with because your body can tell you. I love that. And it's so, so true. So the last question I'm going to ask you, and then I'll let you go yeah. grudgingly, because this is so fascinating, you. but you touched on it yourself. And what I wanted to ask was, what does it take to officially legally be a holistic dentist? Can anyone just slap that on, you know, in front of their name, or is there actual certifications that you need to go through? There is no, you mentioned legal, there is no legal. There is no board for to be a holistic dentist or a license that you can take to be a holistic dentist. It's not even a, a recognized specialty. 
Mm. It's not a specialty. So you need to go to, to courses like the American College of Integrative Medicine and Dentistry. Um, this was, uh, it was um, founded by two holistic dentists that actually went to, they mentioned the name of the school. There was a holistic medicine and dental school here in the States, but it lacked funding. So it went bankrupt. Those guys were from the few that graduated from that university and they opened that. Now, I think they took a break now. They're not teaching this, uh, like those courses. So when I looked, when I, after I spoke with this guy, the doctor that I told you about, I looked for something like this because I didn't want to do it before I'm really 100% in it. Hmm. Um, I don't want to practice on the patients. I really need to have the, enough knowledge before, uh, before going into this. So I looked, the only school I found was in Germany. Oh, wow. So maybe to answer your question, uh, you have to study. You have to study Chinese medicine. You have to study... Um, the anatomy and physiology as if you, so you have to understand them really well. Because when you go, by the way, to dental school, they don't cover everything like they cover it for an MD. They give you a little bit less curriculum to like to study. You have to really understand this. Believe it or not, when I went to, when we went to medical school, there was a big book called Cytology that we took, a very huge book. And it's all about the cell. It's the science of the cell. There was a part in the cell that's called the extracellular matrix. This part is the part between the cells. It's outside the cell. It's between, and we took only, I remember, they didn't like talk much about it in school when I went to medical school. Maybe one lecture, maybe one and a half lectures, if any. When I went to the uh, American College of Integrated Medicine and Dentistry, the first book that we read was called the extracellular matrix. <laughs> and a whole book on it a whole book and it was translated from german and that book was uh very difficult but it's it's very important so you have to to really understand and read this stuff the second book was the second brain mm. so if anybody is watching if they want to get into this it's a good start the second brain it talks about the gut and how it's it's the most important. You can't fix anything before fixing the gut, to be honest with you. Like you can't fix it completely. This is what this book talks about, but it's more directed towards doctor. So wow. it's going to be difficult terminology in that book. So they have to answer your question. They have to actually uh, like really study either on their own or if they find a school that will be more because nobody at, after finishing dental school would want to study. And a lot of people are Keep going. <laughs> if you have a school that you can go to and that can force you to do stuff, you'll be forced. That would be, uh, that would be my advice to them. Well, Dr. Z, thank you so much. This was just the tip of the iceberg and I'm already itching to dive into more topics. <laughs> thank you so much, Leanne.